Hey Josh. Hey Ryan. How you doing? Um, pretty good. How are you? Not bad. Nice. How was a uh, vacation? It was good. Um, we uh, went to uh, Universal and Disney, and um, it was fun. Um, we went to Universal first, um, and um, so if you stay at a certain hotel there. Um, you get like kind of like a pass to like um, not have to wait in the lines for the rides. Yeah. So um, that made it uh, pretty nice to just be able to go on the rides um, pretty quickly that you wanted to go on. Um, and then um, Disney, we didn't uh, have that. Um, Disney's not doing anything like that right now. Um, so we had to like wait longer, uh, wait in lines longer for the rides. Um, so I would say Universal was a little bit, uh, better. Um, and overall it was a pretty good trip. Um, it's, it's, it was nice to just, um, you know, just get away from stuff and just, uh, you know, be outside and hang out and, um, you know, have some, uh, you know, just like eat whatever you want and stuff. So it was a good time. Nice. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite ride? Um, so at Universal, uh, they actually, um, j uh, had this ride, um, with, uh, Jimmy Fallon, you know, Jimmy Fallon, right? Yeah. Talk show host. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have a, uh, or he has like his own ride, um, where it's, um, it's like a, you go on this, um, they have like this screen that you watch and, um, and you're in the, uh, the seat and you're moving and watching the screen and it's basically like you're you're racing him through new york city um and you're like moving around while you're watching the screen and it's um it's really well done and it's uh it's really cool so i would say um that was probably my favorite ride sounds pretty cool so yeah. are you like are you controlling or anything or are you just like going with the ride or whatever um, no you just go with the ride um oh, okay yeah and obviously there's like um obstacles and stuff so there's like a lot of like quick turns and stuff like that but the um so you watch the screen but at the same time you're everyone's on this like platform that like moves up and down to kind of simulate the moves um of mm -hmm. the uh the car and the screen um so it's, it's really well done the the technology for that's um really good so i would say that was um my favorite that's pretty cool um yeah they have like the virtual reality ones it's kind of what that's like yeah i don't know if uh, you've ever done one of those no i've never done virtual reality before um yeah i did it once at, uh i forget where i think it might have been six flags um you just like sit there and you wear these glasses I, I think i forget exactly what you were wearing but um it was like i remember it was uh, like a zombie thing and uh it was, you just see like a bunch of zombies coming at you and you're supposed to like you're supposed to like kill them you know um oh, yeah like shoot them 
Yeah. And then uh, if they get you, you die. And it's like kind of scary because you see them coming at you and it looks like they're actually coming at you. Yeah. So it's a little spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a ride at Universal called uh, Men in Black where you have a gun and you're supposed to shoot the aliens uh, that pop up. Um, there's no, it's not like a 3D thing. You're not wearing the, the headset, but you just, mm-hmm. you just shoot the aliens as they come out and um, you try to score the most points. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's not a bad one. No. So, um, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, not much. Just working. Yep. Um, same old stuff. I worked up in Natick, Mass. Natick. Um. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of where it is. It's right off like four ninety five. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, it's by like it's kind of like north northern mass, um, but yeah, it's a really beautiful area of lots of trees. Um, so it was really nice. It was up on the tower, so yep. I had some nice views. Yep. Um, so yeah, so we finished that up, and then uh, this week we're going up to upstate New York for a job. Okay. Um, so I'll be working up in upstate New York for a while. Hmm. which will be cool um i have a i have a good friend from the marines who lives in upstate new york and he's like 20 minutes away from one of the sites that we're working at so um i haven't seen him in a few years so i'll be able to uh see him while i'm working up there which will be pretty cool awesome yeah yep um have you been there to upstate um i think we might have went a long time ago or at least we drove through it. Oh, with mom? I think so. Oh, yeah. Have you been there uh, for work? Oh, no. I, <clears throat> we've never worked outside of New England before. This is the first time. Oh, cool. Yeah. And that's uh, next week? Yeah, this upcoming week. Mm. And you're going to drive there tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with my coworkers. So... I won't be driving, but oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and then the week after that, we're going to Indiana. You're working in uh, Indiana. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Um, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I really <laughs> hope you're choking right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna leave on a Wednesday. Um, yep. Yeah, and drive to Ohio and camp. Um, so from Connecticut to Ohio, camp, and then finish the trip to Indiana. And uh, mom will fly down at some point, and we'll hang out with uh, Bill for a couple of days. Yep. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, should be. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't think I've ever driven that far before. Um, I mean, the the drive from Rhode Island back to our house that one time was really long because I <laughs> messed up the route. But other than that, I don't. This will be the the farthest car trip I've ever taken. Um, well, we did drive up to Indiana one time, right, for Bill's wedding. 
I guess we did. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, with uh, with mom. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so this will be our, our furthest trip without mom. Um, yeah, and then well, we have to drive back with her. We so. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is fine. Um, but yeah, that'll be our furthest trip without mom. Yeah. So it should be fun. We'll see. Um, we'll see some cool stuff along the way. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've. I mean, so I have so little experience. You know, basically no experience being out there. Um, so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's cool. I, I've always wanted to do like a, a road trip, so it'll be fun to. Uh, hit the open road and you know um you know and the the camping should be uh fun and um and hang out with bill for a while yeah it'll be a good time yeah um yeah so are you planning on going to rhode island too uh this weekend because uh family we got like some of the families going there i guess I'm I'm probably gonna go for like a day or two. I don't know if you would want to go. Um, maybe. Um, what uh, what day? What days are you planning on going? Do you know yet? Uh, probably like Saturday or Sunday or Monday. I I don't know. One of those days. Okay. Um, do you want to spend the night there? Or. Uh, I was thinking about it. Maybe. Okay. Where would you? sleep um maybe a hotel but i'm not sure i might just drive up there for the day and then maybe another day if i want to drive back up there okay all right yeah um yeah i'll let you know um later next week um if i uh if i plan on joining you um or not i'm not quite sure yet yeah no big deal either way just wondering if you were uh you were doing it but yeah yeah i mean the indiana trip will be um will be good uh spend some quality time together yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it's always fun to see bill yeah we haven't really uh done that much no you know like not in a long time so yeah um yeah um I can do some driving too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll uh, we'll switch off. I'm definitely not going to drive all twelve hours. No. <laughs> but yeah, just just make sure we don't start driving in the wrong direction. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll try not to. Um. It's it's uh, nice having the um. The uh the phone give you the directions. It's a lot harder to make yeah. mistakes now. Yeah, it is a lot harder unless you put in the wrong address or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. Um, oh, I've done it too. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Um yeah, so so yeah, that'll be good to have um make it easier to do the directions and um and yeah, um uh definitely looking forward to that uh to that trip. Um I was wondering, um, 
Did you ever um, end up opening that uh, safe that you found in that uh, that building? No, uh, we actually got kicked off that site um, because it was unsafe for us to work on. Oh. So uh, we never really got a chance. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. I don't, I'm not sure if we'll ever go back there or not, but hmm. yeah, it's uh guess we'll never know what was in there. No, no, it could have been your uh, retirement. I know it could have been. Yeah, I know. Maybe I'll, maybe I will go back there sometime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe take a take a quick trip just in case. Yeah, if I ever want to, you know, quit my job, I'll just break back into that building and open that thing hopefully you know it'd be a big yeah. risk if it would suck if there was nothing in it yeah it's probably worth it though yeah it's probably worth it yeah yep so so is this your uh, first vacation um that you're taking uh yeah it's the f it's my first vacation um since starting this job so It'll be fun. It'll be nice to have some time off and not really worry about work or any of that. So it'll be nice. I think I need it for sure. Yep. No, um, I don't get summers off like you do. So yeah. some people yeah. got to work. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, yeah, that uh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have you been there? Uh, about two and a half years, going on three years. Okay, nice. Why? Well, sounds like you uh, you've you've earned yourself the the time off. Yeah, I have a decent amount of time uh saved up, so um, I figure it'll take a few days now, and then maybe like at the end of summer, take a few more days or something. Nice, uh, awesome. Not like they can tell me no or anything. No, no. If you got the uh, days, that's uh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Yeah. Um, you know, something cool that I was thinking about too. Um, you know, it'd be cool, like to with like my job and stuff. It's kind of easy to travel. Yep. You know, I could get a job in like a different state if I wanted to. So it'd be cool to like if I could, uh, if I could just like find a job in a different state and like work there for a few months and then save up money and then just like travel for travel to a new state. And just like take a few months off and just travel and then find another job in a different state and just like keep going to like different places mm -hmm. around the country. Yeah. I thought about that, but um, I don't know. I'm pretty committed to the company I'm working at. So, yeah. but if something ever happens, you know, it's something to think about. It would be kind of like a cool adventure, you know, if something uh, whatever didn't work out with my job right now or whatever so. yeah yeah um yeah would you ever um work overseas um i already did so um i don't know if i'd want to oh, do it again yeah in japan yeah 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 um i don't know it'd be cool 
Um, I think if I was with like another person, I probably would. I don't know if I would go alone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if I was in, if I was with like another person and it seemed like a cool opportunity, then I probably would. And if it was like a cool country, I wouldn't go to like Afghanistan or something. You know. <laughs> no, build phone towers in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're too worried about phone towers right now. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't think they're too worried about 5G right now. <laughs> no. no. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, so do... Is most of your work, um, like, fixing towers? Or installing stuff? It's uh, installing stuff. That's all it is. Okay. So... Are you just like installing 5G stuff? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just uh, pretty much just take the old stuff out and put the new stuff on. Hmm. Um, I read in uh, like 10 years, they're going to be coming out with uh, 6G. Did you see that on future timeline? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. Have you heard yeah. anything about that? Uh, no, I don't, we're not even at the peak with 5G, so it's hard to say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, you should be, uh, you should have plenty of work to do, um, like with all the, you know, coming up with more technology and stuff. I mean, it's not like they're going to slow down or anything like that. No, um, I'm sure I'll always have a job in the industry doing something at least. Um, I'm not sure like what the future is in terms of the antennas, you know, and because um, I heard, uh, you know, eventually there's going to be no towers and every it's all just going to be at like ground level. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's just like because of how small like the wavelengths are gonna be. Oh, they can just you know they just keep stuff. getting smaller and smaller, and the smaller they get, yeah, like the smaller they get, it's easier to penetrate through stuff. Oh wow! So eventually, yeah, it'll be there will be no cell towers. Um. So that'll probably be part of my job is taking towers down. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, wow. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So if we're worried about radiation now, then we should probably, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the future is going to be even worse. <laughs> yeah. Once the, the little wavelengths are just bouncing through everything. Yeah. We're just going to be, we're literally just going to be like a giant microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's sounds like fun <laughs> hey if you want to cook some food up real quick you just got to step outside yeah yep um yeah just stick out some uh some popcorn kernels in your hand and you'll have some popcorn just reach out the window yep yeah just just crack an egg on a plate and be all set in a minute <laughs> That's some yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that's interesting. Um, down south, all the uh, the telephone wires and poles are like, I believe they're underground because the, they're worried about like hurricanes and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I guess that'd be kind of similar. Um, yeah, that's interesting with the uh, with the <laughs> with the radiation. You're right. People, if people are freaked out now, um, so so these um, things you mentioned, like these new um, things that are going to replace the towers. Do you think they're going to be like um, underground, or like will they just be like smaller towers? Um, I think uh, eventually they'll kind of be like telephone poles. Um, okay. And then maybe over time, eventually they'll be on underground. Okay. If that would work somehow, I'm not yep. really sure. <laughs> yeah, it's something uh, that would be cool to do a little more research, you know, like I work on this stuff, but I, I don't really know too much about it, but um. It would be cool to like know where it's going, you know, the future of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I forget, did you say you do stuff with trees too, or no? Uh, like the tree towers. Yeah. What was that again? Tree towers. Um, the monopines. Oh, they're fake trees, right? Yeah, the fake trees. They're just like normal towers, but they're <laughs> they're supposed to look like trees. <laughs> And it's funny because like sometimes you'll see one and it'll be, just be that next to like a bunch of like little tiny like pine trees. <laughs> you'll have and then all of a sudden you'll have like this 200 foot tree <laughs> that does not look like a tree at all. It's like, what is that thing? Are they common? I don't feel like I see them hardly ever. <clears throat> I mean, they're kind of hard to spot. Okay. Once you see it, it's like so obvious what it is, but like you're not really looking, you know. It's like yeah, you know. So, but yeah, they're pretty common. They're common on like when you're on the highways. Um. Uh, it's not really any specific area. I'll see them random. I saw one in the summers. I never knew was there. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. So there's they're definitely out there. Are they easy easy to work on? I've never worked on one before. Oh, okay. Um, I heard they can be a pain in the ass, though. Yeah. But uh, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah if interesting. you thought climbing a tree was hard and climbing a tower was hard, try climbing a tree tower. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do they disguise them as anything else that you know of? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they, uh, when we do the rooftops, we disguise them inside of, uh, fiberglass panels and we make the fiberglass panels look like a chimney. So you would just think it's a normal chimney when in real reality, it's uh, a cell site. Hmm. Okay. So, nice. um, and then there's, um, sometimes they're uh disguised as flagpoles yeah um you'll see like a giant pole with a flag like an american flag on top and there's it's all inside so you got to take 
like the outer part off and then you get to the equipment yeah so it's just like a big pole but you can take it apart to get to the inside mm -hmm. so yeah there's uh their disguise does like everything you know they're everywhere okay i'll i'll keep an eye out for them yeah definitely keep an eye out yeah um, um i never even thought to look for them before i know i mean most people don't it's funny, like, it's funny, like, things you, that you you just live your whole life completely unaware of. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, I know. It is crazy, right? Yeah. Like, I never knew about these until you told me, like, a, a little while ago. But I bet, I bet most people don't know about those. No, I don't think anyone really does unless you work on it. So and you know somebody that works on it. Kind of makes you think, like, how many things are out there that I don't know about? <laughs> I know. Like, what, what's real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes you question reality yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're only... You only know, like, what you've seen or what you've heard. Right. But, like... That, that stuff is only what you've happened to have seen or heard before. Um, so, you know, it just seems like there's just like an infinite amount of stuff that you we've all never seen or heard. Yeah, there really is. Um, there's so much stuff that we're not aware of. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Like every time I, I learn or find out about a new thing, it's like, I feel like it's like some big, um, you know, some big idea or some big revelation, um, you know, because it's something I went my whole life without knowing about, but there's, you know, um, there's always more, there's always more things that would like be like a big revelation to you. Um, right. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's weird. And <laughs> it's also interesting how you can like, you can like, choose to like go look for those revelations and you know try to find try to find more or you could do the opposite you could kind of like seclude yourself and you know try not to find the revelations because maybe you don't want to you know and i guess right. i guess it depends on on the type of person you are yeah and there's no right or wrong way you know um there's nothing wrong with not wanting to know i don't in my opinion no. um if you don't want to know something then you don't want to know something yeah. um but you know i think uh i think some people are curious you know um i think i am you know i, I like uh you know i like because i know there's there's no um i don't know i guess it's because i don't really believe in a particular thing so I, I'm always kind of just left wondering, you know. Yeah. Um, you know what else is there? Because um, there's just so there's so much that we don't know, and I find it kind of fascinating. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and there's so much that we don't know, even just like, <clears throat> you know, like right around us. You know, like 
you know, you mentioned the the tree telephone tower or the tree cell towers. Like, though, I've probably seen a million of those, but I never right. knew they were even there. You know, you right. know. Um, so, like, just right around us, there's all these things we have no idea about. Um, you know, and like then, like if you step out and like you you take a broader scope to like you know just like a bigger geographical area i mean the amount of things are just gonna grow exponentially and then you can just mm-hmm. keep zooming out further and further and like you could just always constantly keep you know learning new things or finding out new things and you would never it would just never stop you would just you know it would just keep going yeah yeah yeah, it never ends. Um, I guess that can be kind of hard too, is there is so much stuff out there. So it's like, you know, um, I get it when it's, you know, sometimes it's just like, whatever, you know, I don't really, I don't really care. Cause it's like, there's so much stuff out there that it's like, where do I start? And then I'll just be like, oh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, yeah. everything is what it is. Yeah. Um, because it's it's not like you can just walk outside and you know just find new things that you didn't know because you don't know what you're looking for yeah (laughs) you know if i looked outside i would just see the same things i normally do you know trees a couple cars yep um you know who's to say like uh i don't know you know who's to say um you know the theory that uh, that um, birds are like um, um, spies. Sp- uh, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Uh, like drones. Oh. They're just like a bunch of drones. Well, um, yeah. I, I've never. I haven't heard birds. No, but I get the idea. Yeah. Um, like, people like believe that like some birds yeah, some, not, not some every birds. bird yeah some birds i mean obviously there's real birds out there um but there could be some birds that are disguised you know oh yeah um yeah i've, I've read about little drones that are as small as bugs that can fly around right. and record and record uh video and audio mm-hmm. So yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, and you know, there's gonna they're small, you know, they can be small, like small as like a speck of dust, even. Oh my god, I know. It's crazy, you know, they could be anywhere. Yeah. Oh. Um yeah. I, I I read once about um clothes that you buy um are have chips in them so you can be tracked. I've heard that too. Um, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, yeah, yep. Um, but it, I don't really understand why at the same time. No, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's the reasoning behind that? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, unless, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, cause it's not like they can use anything against you, you know, like, yeah. If I went and robbed a store, 
And the only way they found me was because of the GPS tracker on my shirt. I'm going to be like, well, how, what the hell? Like, you know, that's an invasion of privacy. And then they would lose in court. So it's like, what's the point of, yeah. you know, um, is it to like learn about us or I don't know. So that doesn't really make sense to me just because there's not really any logical reason as to why my clothes would have cheap you know yeah whatever gps or something whatever yeah just don't doesn't really make sense yeah yeah i heard that once i don't i don't know how i never really looked into it but um yeah i guess i guess nothing would be you know super surprising um but uh yeah these um you know there's there's drones flying everywhere over um all over the whole country um like government drones and yeah um stuff like that so um yeah technology is getting um it's getting pretty uh pretty complex yeah it's like imagine uh back to like the the clothes imagine like getting away with like the most perfect crime like you put like years into planning it and then they catch you because of your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, and they um I guess the idea was they know that you buy it because if you buy it with a credit card, then they know that that pair of jeans is like your uh your jeans. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So but I mean, you know, anyone that has a cell phone, they they can be basically tracked and you know, um so like it, if you have a cell phone and you use it, like most people in first world countries use it, then, you know, basically all your information's out there, like pretty much everything, like where you go, what you do, what type of person you are. It's like, right. it's all out there. None, none of us are, n- none of us are off the grid unless you're living off the grid, um, you know, right. and we all... I guess we all kind of choose to live that way. Um, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of people are concerned, you know, with privacy. Um, but I think at the end of the day, if you're really concerned about privacy, you, you almost have to like change your lifestyle because, you know, if you're using, if you're using technologies like first world country technologies, then, you know, you don't really have much privacy. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, just my opinion, if I am being tracked, I, I don't really care to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like, I think we talked about it, you know, it's not like they're just watching me, you know, I, I don't have that fascinating of a life. It's like what someone's just watching me like go on Facebook for the 10th time today. And <laughs> it's like, when is he going to do something bad? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know he's up to something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, if, if uh, you wanted to live off the grid, then you have to get rid of your smartphone, everything that is smart, you know, smart technology. You yeah. got to get rid of it. 
Yeah, and everything nowadays is becoming smart, like smart TVs, smart refrigerators, smart washing machines. It's yeah. like yep. your whole your our whole houses are basically just like smart. And um, yeah. yeah, it's not just our phones anymore. Our our cars are getting smart. Everything, and um, it's like our our entire world that we're surrounding ourselves in is just like one big like smart device like we're going we're going basically from one smart device to another and you know when you're talking about smart devices those are all powered by you know um the grid and you know which you know once that happens you know the like we said the privacy um you know kind of goes out the window right yeah that's very true um yeah showed, i mean you showed me recently the smart kitchen like the kitchen that cooks for you oh yeah yeah yep the smart kitchen and uh yeah and who knows what that's going to turn into you know yeah yep. um you think it's you think it's crazy now wait until like 30 years from now yeah what the oh, hell is it going to be then what's it going to be in a hundred years yeah if it's like that now we already we have a smart kitchen like <laughs> what's that going to turn in where can you go from there yeah our our <laughs> our life what we're going to see in our life is going to be so crazy it is yeah it is <laughs> yeah and it's um because the technology is growing at a faster and faster pace um yeah it's interesting it's it's um you know and i uh you know you see a lot of old people or elderly people and they, <laughs> and they they're kind of um they don't like the the new technologies um right. and i'm just like as i get older not that i'm old but like I, I still like personally. I, I, I love technology and the new technologies. I'm looking forward to the next thing that comes out, and I, I wonder, like, am I gonna be, am I gonna become a type of person that like starts to despise technology um, as I mm. get older? And I'm just, I'm wondering if <laughs> I'm gonna turn out like that or not. I don't think so because. Um, we grew up on technology, um, you know, not, it, it might not have been what it is now, but we still, we went through, you know, the breakthrough pretty much with technology. Like we experienced that in our childhood. So I think us growing up with it, um, and now we kind of have an understanding of what it's going to be, we're able to. I think we'll be able to process it a lot easier than the uh, older generations are because, you know, it's like, it's almost like they must be in like shock. You know, I, I yeah. just, <laughs> I put myself in like an old person's shoes and I just imagine being like 80 years old, you know, like you grew up watching, like I love Lucy. And now it's like, now, you know, and that was crazy back then just having a TV. Yeah. And now it's, it's insane. 
and I, I totally, I totally understand why um, the older generations, you know, despise it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just, they had a, they look at technology completely different than the way we look at it. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. Like, um, current elderly people had like a couple breakthroughs, you know, during their lives. <laughs> current elderly people. <laughs> <laughs> like someone that's, someone that's 80 that was born, um, let's see, in 1940, mm-hmm. um, like they would, you're right, they, they would see like TV become a thing, like as a teenager, that, that, that's a big thing. Right. Um, and they would um, see, um, let's see, TV, and then they would see like uh, smartphones eventually. Um, so, but there's not like, there's not a lot, but like so much happened in like the last 20, 25 years with like all of a sudden 25 years ago, like the mid nineties, it's like everyone's buying a computer. And it's right. like if if you were born in 1940, I mean you're almost 60 at this point, and you live your whole life without a computer. I mean a computer is just going to be so foreign to you, and you know you're old at this point and you're not used to the changes, mm-hmm. not going to be able to adapt as well. Whereas us, we, I mean, you know us, we're like around 30, but like even younger people that are like around 20 they completely grew up with this, you know, they're given a cell phone at a young age, which has all the power in the world. Right. And so, you know, they're going to become experts with mm-hmm. technology. And so they're probably going to be ready for anything. It's like, right. you know, okay, I can, you know, we have driverless cars now. Okay. You know, or I can, uh, I can text by thinking, you know, okay. You know, right. um, you know, what, uh, ready to adapt, um, you know, to all the crazy stuff that's going to happen. Yeah. I think, um, we definitely, uh, were born in an interesting time because we like, you know, when we were growing up, you know, we still had, we still went outside, like technology wasn't that big, you know, it was, um, we spent most of our time outdoors um yeah i mean we did we played a lot of video games for sure but uh most of my memories are from out being outside and um you know that's when i had the most fun and uh and now we're kind of experiencing the technological side you know so we kind of got a little bit of like both worlds growing up uh that i don't think other generations really got to experience so I, I think like our generation is pretty pretty unique. Um, yeah. It might even be like one of the most unique generations in history if you think about it. Yes. Um, just in I mean, just in terms of what we experienced uh, with technology, because around the mid '90s, like you said, that was like that was like the turning point with technology. No, you're exactly right. That it was. So. It's definitely that was a unique time to be born in the timeline of history. Yeah, that's crazy that we were born in that time. Yeah, um, yeah, all human history, um, two hundred thousand years, and 
we were born in arguably the most unique time of that whole yeah that whole time period like what are the odds of that like the odds of being you and me are it's not even it's not even possible yeah yeah i mean imagine being born like a few thousand years ago when there's like literally like no technology yeah i mean even yeah everything would just seem so simple and Mm -hmm. um yeah so um so i read i was reading about something um recently you know talking about stuff that we weren't um that you're not that we don't you don't know um like the, mm-hmm. the, the tree towers um so i was reading about um what was i reading about it was oh it was about um <clears throat> so I was, I was reading about like some history stuff and i kind of got into um the act of um sacrifices human sacrifices um and i was kind of amazed at how common it was it was like very common like all over the world like human sacrifices what Um, time period are you talking about i think basically everything other than like modern times like pre-industrial revolution oh okay they're relatively common yeah so like i would say going back like from like a a few hundred years ago to everything before that um they seem like just crazy because like these civilizations that are in different parts of the world they like didn't interact with each other but they're all like doing like human sacrifices and um you know talking about to tie it to technology like we don't do that anymore you know very 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 rarely we'll do Mm -hmm. a human sacrifice um so you know while while we did used to live a simpler life uh much simpler than we do now i mean you could also i think you could also say that we're more ethical than we used to be because of technology yeah definitely definitely um yeah you could definitely say that and you could maybe even more argue the other side that we're even less ethical, maybe, um, because of how much we know and how much we're supposed to understand. Um, I, I think overall, uh, people are obviously a lot more ethical. Um, but the, there are people that are probably even worse, you know, um, because, you know, it's, they're not ignorant, like the people were, you know, a long time ago, when they didn't have morals. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, so, I like, sacrifices used to be thought of as like, norm, like a religious thing, like it was normal, like, it's just what happens. Right. You know? Whereas now, you know, we don't think that way. And, you know, we, we think of things like that as horrible acts. So, right. and we're aware of how horrible it is. 
Um, yet, like you said, you know, horrible things still happen. So you're right. You could argue that those, um, uh, the horrible things that happen today um, are worse. Um, but it's interesting that the change in mindset, like those things going from like being like normal to today, like they're thought of as like such horrible things. So why, why, why did people start becoming more ethical? Do you think it's because of technology or do you think it's just because over time we've, um, we've just been introduced to new things? I guess that's what it is, is just being introduced to new things. But like, you know, how do you transform someone to becoming ethical? Yeah, um, I think it's, I think it's um, tied to technology. Um, and like, you know, we talked before about like uh, slavery, how it used to be like just a norm all around the world. Um, slavery was pretty normal. Um, and, you know, that was because you had to get stuff done, you know, in your civilization, you needed work to get done. Right. Um, but once it becomes cheaper to not use manual labor to do the work, because you have technology, then, you know, the slavery kind of goes away. So, um, and, you know, if, if you look at like more modern times, like more recent times, like the cell phone era, um, we're exposed to everything, you know, even if you go to, even if you just go back pre-internet, um, like say the eighties, um, you're not going to have exposure to anything other than what happens like in your day-to-day life or what you happen to see on the news on TV, which is just they're going to, you know, only tell you certain things or whatever they want to tell you. Right. Um, so even in the, the 80s, like, there's really no way you're going to know what's going on, hardly anywhere. Um but once the internet happens, then people are exposed to all sorts of stuff. Like if there's a, a country that's doing really bad things, you know, everyone's aware of it. Or, you know, if there's, I don't know, anything negative that's happening, happening anywhere, there's going to be um, awareness brought to it. So um I do think technology helps a lot with, um, you know, people at least becoming more aware of things. And ultimately, I, I think it helps um, people become uh, more ethical. Yeah, it's very true. I think that's what it is, too. Um, you know, it's interesting if you think about uh, what the way we're going to view our present time in the future um, I was just thinking about like, uh, you know, like AI and like robots, you know, um, I know what we talked about before, like, um, is there ever going to come a time where uh, 
like a robot is able to become conscious and aware of its surroundings. And, uh, you know, what happens when that time comes, you know, maybe we'll be looking back, you know, in the far future, we'll be looking back and we'll, you know, using technology will be like the new form of like slavery. You know, like what, what happens when a robot becomes conscious and it's, and it realizes it's being used as a slave. Is that. Yeah. So that's a really good question. Like, um, once, once a robot gains some consciousness, like the ethics of that are like incredibly complex. Yeah. Because you know, I would say most people um, would say that, you know, harming, obviously harming people is bad. Um, and, and, you know, I think people would also say, in general, harming animals um, is bad. And, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of tie it to like what we said before, um, you know, I think, I think, Harming, like if you go back a long time ago, I don't think harming humans, I didn't, I don't think humans thought that harming humans was as bad as it is today. Like I think people today are more distraught by, you know, the idea of someone hurting another person than they were back then. Um, You know, same with animals. I think we're, um, I think like the amount of things, that we're concerned over is growing over time. Um, Like I think, for example, I think more and more people are concerned about animals, um, animals being harmed than they've been in previous times. Um, Same thing with insects, same thing with uh, plants. So it seems to me like the, the scope of things that people are concerned with being harmed, that seems to me to be growing as time goes on. So like you said, who's to say that eventually robots won't be in that mix of things that people are concerned about? You mean they will be in the mix of things that people are concerned about? Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, like, we became more concerned about humans and then animals right. and plants and insects. And then there might be a time and not too far away where robots enter that, that uh, circle. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes sense. And um, with, with technology becoming such a big part of our lives, you know, where uh, the newer, the younger generations that come, that follow us are going to become more personal with technology. So I'm sure over time, either way, if, you know, it might be looked at as, you know, if you damage a piece of technology, you know, you could get in trouble for it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I said this before there's, there's, it's actually kind of common now for people when they die to be buried with their cell phones. Um, 
because there's there's so they have such a personal attachment to their cell phones and a lot of times for people it's their main way of communication with their family members so in a way like someone's cell phone can be like sacred to them you know almost in the same way like people a long time ago used to be buried with like you know certain sacred things now Mm. those sacred things are like turning into technology items yeah so people are um, creating bonds with technology. And um, I know there's, there's people all over the world that have strong bonds to technology, whether it's their cell phones or um, some type of video game. Um, mm-hmm. I saw this thing, I, this, this, this game. It was like this game. It was like a virtual girlfriend thing. Um, it was somewhere in Asia. And these guys would buy this game and it was a virtual girlfriend that would like text them and like send them. I think it would like (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead serious. And it was basically just like a pretend girl, like virtual girlfriend. It would like give them attention and I don't know, send them pictures maybe or whatever. But um and so but some of these people end up with like serious attachments to these things and like right. see them as like real people um and i know for myself i i mentioned this before but um i i've played a lot of like uh sports video games where like all like own a team right for, like a long period of time and um <laughs> it becomes personal after a while. it does well so I, sometimes i would get a player like a young like rookie and mm-hmm. they'd be on my team for like the whole their whole career right and i'd be like <laughs> they like go to retire and i'd be like sentimental about it right <laughs> they're a completely fictional player <laughs> I, like, I used to do that too i'd be like oh good for him <laughs> Good for him. He deserves it. He deserves it. I hope he enjoys his retirement. <laughs> if he ever needs anything, I'm here. Yeah, I'll be here. <laughs> oh, man. I, I used to do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like there's a ton of sentiment um, or there there's a ton of sen- ton- sentiment towards people and technology. So, so yeah, like take take um take a person with this uh a virtual girlfriend say and say they're like super attached to it and say someone else came up to it and smashed it and broke it like mm. is that ethical no that's not ethical in my opinion no um because that person had a a personal bond with that technology um it sounds weird but i mean that's just how people are now yeah so yeah what if what if a person had like a like something simple what if what if a a person had like a a robot animal which i think is actually a thing like a therapy robot animal right and then what if someone like broke it like purposely you know, it's um, the same idea, but like, is that a crime, you know, or how serious of a crime is that? I mean, in my opinion, like, 
it's I can't I don't know I mean I think it will be a crime in the future yeah um I think uh there are people out there that rely on stuff like that I mean unfortunately I guess um but I mean there's nothing wrong with that that's what technology is for it's to help us and if someone's using it to help themselves like that then I think it's wrong to destroy that um do you think we'll in our lifetime we'll see a person marry a robot definitely i'm surprised that hasn't happened yet um yeah i think we definitely will yeah i agree no doubt yep there's yeah. a lot of weird guys out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's definitely gonna be a guy that marries the robot <laughs> oh yeah no definitely definitely <laughs> yeah um See some robot tits. <laughs> some robot what? <laughs> robot tits. Oh, okay. I, thought you said, I wasn't sure if you said kids or the other word. I was like, I don't know if they can have kids together. <laughs> oh, man. The, um, the robot falling through child labor. <laughs> <laughs> this is so painful <laughs> let me use your hand <laughs> i need anesthesia should have got the c-section <laughs> short circuiting <laughs> why did you create me <laughs> Um, I should have took the birth control. Um, yeah, so, um, that's a great question. Robot ethics. Um, <laughs> That'll that'll be really that'll be the that'll be the title for this episode. <laughs> Robot ethics, yeah. Okay, yep. awesome. Um, good. Yeah. Sometimes I have trouble thinking of the title for the episode. Yep, there you go. Robot ethics. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we will see in our lifetime, robots develop their own consciousness, which to me is fascinating. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost like uh, watching like a person, you know, come to life. Yeah, I mean, man, like we're—I don't think we realize how close to that we are with right. our own technology. Like, like things like Siri and Alexa aren't mm -hmm. that far away from just like having a robot companion. No, it's not. People, I mean. Yeah, People talk to their Alexas. I know. Yeah. Yeah, you can ask Siri questions and Alexa and, you know, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about like a few decades from now where it's going to be. Yeah, it's, um, I've, you can't tell. I mean, you really can't say. Um, I mean, there's, I think there's definitely going to be like home companions, like a, 
like a, a smart home companion um, that just like helps you out with stuff. I don't know. Or, or I could see it just being a companion. Like if you're, if you want to, if you're lonely, you could have a companion or you could have like a helping companion, like someone that helps you out with things, like kind of like a right. Alexa, but like a smarter Alexa that you could actually like have an intelligent conversation with and like learn things and talk about different topics and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, and like you could ask it like how its day was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then yeah, and then it, like it would start becoming demanding. It's like I want to go to the park. <laughs> um, <laughs> how come you never take me anywhere? <laughs> what the robot is gonna get demanding? Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I haven't changed my battery in years. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, it's just weird. It's weird to think about creating consciousness. Um, and then it makes mm. you think about our own consciousness. Like, if you mm -hmm. can make a robot have a conscious, then are, are we robots? Yeah. Who's to say we aren't robots then? I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, there is no difference. Who's to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, maybe in the far, far, far future, robots will be able to reproduce on their own, just like we are. Yeah, or, you know, or just make new robots, or um, which is the same thing, I guess. They're just the advanced version of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read this thing about um, one way to like build like a colony on like the moon or Mars is to send robots there and have the robots like set up the colony, like build everything and get it ready for humans. And then the humans can go. So what do you think would happen if you sent a group of robots with no consciousness? Do you think they would form a consciousness in order for them to like survive? Um, that's tough like, to say. Um, like if, if they were on like a, another planet? Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, I think, I think the idea was to send not so intelligent robots to like another planet just like basic ones that could just build the structures necessary yeah, yeah um yeah. but like but i mean if you built intel if if you were to let's say send intelligent robots um to another planet um i mean if they were smart then I guess part of it depends on the resources that they had. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, yeah, I guess I was just thinking like, you know, would they come to a realization, you know? Like, uh, 
I don't know. I guess that's kind of sounded better in my head. Well, no, no, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. Real, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's like going from the point, like, to like, from like pre consciousness to having consciousness. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, we talked about before, like, you know, like a video game character, like realizing that they're in a video game. Right. Um, you know, um, you know, the same idea would be like us realizing that we're in a simulation. Um, you know, kind of like the Truman Show. You've seen the Truman Show, right? Yeah. Yeah, like we talked. At the end where he realizes that he's been in a simulation. Um, you know, um, so, I mean, there's definitely a point where uh, that could happen for robots. Yeah. So, um, are we going to see that? Like, uh, sending, sending, um, maybe not smart robots or whatever, but, uh, robots to colonize another planet or not colonize, but, um, I guess build, um, yeah, I guess like build a colony. Yeah, I think that's definitely um, on the table. And I don't, I think that's, yeah, I would think that's the best way to do it. Um, you know, obviously, they can, they can survive there a lot easier than, than humans can. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think a civilization, a human civilization on, on a, um, another planet would start, probably would start with robots getting it started and kind of making a place that's suitable for humans. Then once it's safe enough, then we could go there, I guess, and, and join the robots. Yeah. We, um, maybe the robots will be able to like monitor, you know, like the, um, the oxygen and, uh, like carbon dioxide and all that stuff that humans need, um, to live. You know, and yeah. they can, uh, you know, we, they can like, um, what's the word? Not modern. Um, what's the word? They can make it habitable for humans. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I was thinking, um, yeah, make it habitable. Like, even part of that would be like building things like the you send the robots up there to like build, basically build the city or whatever. Um, right. You know, you could send 3D printers up there. You can send robots to, to use the 3D printers. You can, you can send robots that can build other robots. You know, it can kind of, you know, yeah, it's basically like, yeah, kind of like start off with like th- this own little robot community that can build things and, work with things and work together and communicate and, um, you know, build more robots and things like that. Use all the, you know, put all the materials there and just, you know, let it happen. And then once the, say, call it a city, once the city's built and habitable for humans, then the the humans would go and inhabit that place. And then destroy all the robots. And then, yeah. 
Well, that's what I was saying. Like, you don't, you wouldn't want to make the robots too smart, you know? Um, right. At least, yeah. You, <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, that I would think wouldn't be the, uh, you'd want to have robots that are good at, you know, just doing their job um, with nothing more. Um, uh, yeah, but in terms of, you know, robots becoming intelligent enough to make their own decisions. I mean, I guess that's always a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a scary world to live in. Yeah. A bunch of robots that are aware. <laughs> that would be scary. Um. I, I mean, it, it, it's fascinating, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah, it's wild, uh, wild to think about. Yeah, we're we're getting pretty close to the point right now where um, someone could have a conversation with a robot, like say on the phone, and they would literally not be able to tell if it was a robot or a human. yeah <laughs> um we're, we're basically at that point right now or really close to it i know it's scary like i think we're just we're gonna get like we're gonna call places and we're not gonna know if we're talking to a robot or a human that happens to me now yeah yeah it's good right now yeah yeah i mean like it that happens to me now like i'll call and it'll, it'll be like an automated voice and like for a split second i think it's a human yeah you know yeah eventually you won't be able to tell at all the whole time no i know it's crazy yeah yeah so like i mean it, it it's interesting how robox can be so good at mimicking humans yeah yeah i mean like to not to not have any idea if you're communicating with a robot or a human that's it's i don't know if scary is the right word but it's it's interesting yeah like what does that mean what does that mean that you can communicate with another being and you literally don't know if you're communicating with a robot or another human. I I don't know. <laughs> That's hard to wrap your brain around, to be honest. Yeah, like what does that say about like us? And I don't know. It's just like it. It's just crazy what what we're gonna see, you know pretty soon with 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 the robots and um ooh it's it's going to be interesting and i think most of this is stuff that we're going to we're going to see um in the not too distant future yeah i mean it's definitely going to be in the pretty near future i think in our lifetime you know we are really close right now um i mean just the next 5 years is probably there's probably going to be some major breakthrough yep so 
Who's to say 80 years from now when we're probably still alive? You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's um it's amazing the change that we're that we're witnessing and that we're we're going to witness. Um you, you know, even if you even if you just look back like 20 years ago from today, it was a completely different world. Like 2001. Yeah. I mean, when I was a freshman in high school, it was it it was just so just the cell phones alone made just a huge difference. Like yeah. I didn't have a cell phone to look at the whole day. No one did. Right. Um I don't I don't, I don't even think I had a cell phone in two thousand one. And you know, now, twenty years later almost every single person has one and spends a ton of time on it. It's, it's, a, it's a completely different world, really. It is totally different world. And if you go, if you go just 10 years before that, no one had the internet at all, not even at home. Yeah. So imagine what's the world going to be like in 10 or 20 years from now. I know gonna be completely different probably yeah it's gonna be completely different i um saw this youtube video um uh yesterday actually and i i I know we've talked about like self-driving cars um and stuff but this guy was driving around a city i forget where i think it was phoenix maybe he was just driving around the city in a self-driving car like it was basically nothing like Right now, there are self-driving cars driving in cities. I know. Yeah. And I think in our lifetime, they're going to be common. It's going to be common for us to go into a car, and it's going to drive us somewhere. Yep. Yeah, pretty soon. It's, uh, it's already here. It's a matter of time before it becomes normal. Um, and he was talking about... Um, how elevators used to have a driver. There used to be an el- there used to be a job as an elevator driver, which is basically like drive the elevator where the people want it to go. And um, when it started to get phased out because the technology got good enough to automate the elevators, a lot of people were freaked out by it. It was like I don't trust an elevator without a human to drive it, you know. Right. Um, but now we don't think twice about getting into an elevator. That's basically a robot. Right. Um, you know, and you know, I, I think we're going to see the same thing with the cars. Um, I think eventually people aren't going to think twice about getting into a driverless car. And, you know, we talked about ethics before. I think people will look back at people driving cars as probably look at it as being unethical with the amount of people um, that die in um, in uh, car accidents, um, mostly, most of which are caused by uh, human error. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with technology, um, uh, with this new technology, with all the technology, there's trial and error. And, um, you know, I think 
we're kind of working out all the bugs in terms of the self-driving cars right now. I think we're kind of, I think we're almost through the trial and error phase, you know? Um, and once we're through that, I think it's going to, that's when it's going to start becoming normal. You know, we're going to start realizing that it's safe. It's safer to drive a self-driving car than it is to actually have a person behind the wheel driving the car. Yeah. Um, and anytime you have a new technology, there's always a trial and error phase. Exactly. Um, exactly. And usually you have to take a small step backwards to take a big step forward. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. I was going to say like with 5G, you know, um, they tested it in other countries, you know, um, and, uh, you know, some people experienced headaches and from the radiation, they're not sure if it was directly related, but um, it was obviously experimented for a long time before it actually came to the US, you know, so I'm sure whatever it was that they had to fix, you know, I'm sure it was fixed. I'm sure it was modified, whatever. Um, and I'm sure there's still error involved in it. There definitely is. Yep. Um, but that's part of it. You know, it's, uh, it's always going to be trial and error. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta practice with things to, yeah. to get good at it. Um, but I, I mean, you know, in terms of ethics, again, I would say it would be unethical to, you know, move forward with new technologies like self-driving cars because self-driving cars are going to save so many lives. So to choose not to do that would be, I would say, extremely unethical. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, right now, it's looked at as the opposite because the couple accidents that were caused by the self-driving car, you know, made pretty big headlines in the news. They do. Of course, that's what people see. So that's what yeah. people are going to draw their conclusions. And yeah. without looking at the big picture. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, we're not going to see it quite yet. Yeah. But um, as time goes, I think, I think we'll, uh, you know, it's just getting through that, that initial phase. You know, yeah. once a new technology comes out, people are going to be freaked out. Yeah. Um, because people don't like change. Yep. Uh, but you know, it takes time for things to become normal. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this before, but, um, throughout history, every new technology, people get freaked out by it. Like yep. anything, like whether it's books, telephones, anything, people are freaked out. Um, people, a lot of people were freaked out with books. Because they were like, people are just going to stop working and just read books all day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, telephones, people people were like, they just thought it was weird and, like, creepy. And those are technologies that, like, we don't even think twice about now. It's really fascinating how that process of people being freaked out to them just becoming normal. Well, I bet um, when fire was discovered, I bet people, you know, cavemen or whatever, I bet they were freaked out by fire. Oh, yeah. 
And it took them time to realize that it had benefits to survival. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so say, say like there's um, some lightning or something in the woods and it creates a fire. Like you're going to be like, you're going to think that that's bad. And like, you know, we don't want fire and you know, it can hurt you. But if you harness that power, then you can thrive with it, you know, and it's the same thing, whether it's fire or whether it's driving driverless cars. If you can har- if you can harness that technology, you know, your civilization is going to be better off for it. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I believe technology is a natural thing. You know, I think it is a natural thing. Um, you know, obviously it's man-made, but you know, it, it was discovered. Um, yeah, by people. It was discovered by people. And, um, you know, technology is a natural thing and it, it can be a bad thing, but if used properly, then it can be a great thing, just like fire. You know, you can burn someone's house down or you can keep warm. Yeah. 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 You can say, yeah, you can say that with like any technology. Like, mm-hmm. You know, you can use a microwave to heat up your popcorn, or if you, you know, if you um, stick a bunch of tinfoil in there, you could probably make an explosion. You know? Yeah. Um, or you, so, when you, or you, or uh, you yeah. uh, put a fork in them. <laughs> if you put a fork in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I ran into that one. Um, yeah won't do that again no <laughs> yeah john is not happy with that no i think that's the time i see him upset i think so yep. i think so i i learned my lesson i've never done that again since I've... <laughs> yeah i don't think i knew not to do that at that time yeah i didn't know <laughs> i had no idea <laughs> i probably would have done the same thing if that didn't happen to you so yeah yeah you're welcome yeah, thank you. Saved my <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I just, you know, I can't, I can't wait to, um, to see all the things that are going to happen. I guess that's, you know, one of the things, you know, I just look forward to um, is seeing all these, these things. Cause like, if you lived, say we lived a few hundred years ago, we, we, wouldn't look forward to any new technology, you know, um, the only things we would look forward to in the future is just our regular lives, you know, um, but now it's like, you know, what's going to come out next when our robots going to have consciousness, when our cars going to drive themselves, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. All the things we're going to see in our lifetime versus someone only a a couple hundred years ago, they, they Mm -hmm. had, basically nothing to look forward to in their lifetime yeah just survive pretty much yes <laughs> yeah yeah survive, reproduce survive yeah i think that's why families were so common because it was like we got to right. do something <laughs> you know, like... why people actually stuck together back then yeah yeah yep yeah and now it's like there's more options now yeah know? with you <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah but um yeah you're right this is a very 
um, very interesting time period. And, um, you know, it's cool that we have, uh, you know, so much more time left to, to see all the stuff that's going to happen. Yeah, we have a lot to look forward to, which is nice. Yeah, we can yeah. we can talk about it on the podcast. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like if we keep doing this in like 50 years to like listen to these old episodes. <laughs> I know we're we're probably going to sound like such idiots. <laughs> like, oh, they really thought robots were going to have conscious. <laughs> <laughs> they really thought cars would drive themselves oh my god <laughs> losers <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh i'm sure we're gonna look back and be like wow i can't believe we actually thought that would happen yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's why you know i'm glad we're doing this because it's like we're um we're kind of we're kind of saving our thoughts right now yeah it's like a time capsule it's exactly it's it's like a photo but way better because you get to like actually understand what the person's thinking yeah um you know i can't i think that would be so cool to like (laughs) when we're old to like listen to these episodes and be like what (laughs) it's gonna be like going back in time (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah um yeah it'd be great like if we do this for like another 50 years we could just like binge we could binge listen to like 50 years worth of <laughs> podcast <laughs> oh my god that would be so crazy just like listening from the very first episode all the way through yeah. like 50 years worth yeah it'd be like its own little time capsule like it, it would be something yeah. that it would be like something that we could like give to like another alien species to like let them see what like the progress of um our world yeah that's a good point yeah we could do that yeah we should yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's a good goal to uh work toward yeah well you know i was thinking like you know you see those uh you know those restaurants that or businesses or whatever they say like um they say like since since 1912 or like since 1890 you know yeah like one day on our podcast, we could be like, <laughs> since 2020. Yeah. <laughs> the Ryan and Josh show since 2020. <laughs> 100-year anniversary. <laughs> Imagine that. We're both like 130 and we're still doing it. Oh, did you watch the Celtics last night? <laughs> Can you imagine the Celtics 100 years from now? Oh, my God. Uh, Mike Gorm's yeah. still doing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is dead, but Mike Gorm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tommy's a cyborg. They brought back Tommy from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna call that a hard foul. I'm going to go back to my grave. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's hard to imagine that basketball 100 years from now. I know. I watched uh, Spate, the new Space Jam movie the yeah. other night. Yeah. 
How was it? <clears throat> it was interesting. It was very, very uh, animated. Um, it was supposed to resemble like a simulation. Okay. Uh, it was a little, it was a little creepy for sure. Oh yeah. Very futuristic. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it was interesting. It's, LeBron James is a horrible actor, but <laughs> um, uh, it was interesting, I guess. Um, very futuristic. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of seemed like that from the clips, few clips that I saw. Yeah, it was it was a little too much. You know, it was way too complex. Mm-hmm. But I get it though. That's just how that's how it. You know, that's the future. Yeah. Be more complex. Yeah. So definitely wasn't like the original at all. Mm. I wonder if they'll make a Space Jam three someday. Yeah. Um, wonder who would be uh, the, the maybe. Oh, man. Yeah, Luca or or Zion. Zion, yeah, it would probably be Zion. Yeah, if he stays healthy. Yeah, well, I wonder what that would look like. Um, Damn three. Yeah. Yeah. Um.